listen, to be fair, if my dad was having sex with my ex, I'm going to have problems with that. Like, oh, no. That, that's, that's pretty weird. That's real awkward. Like, okay, is that worse? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Okay, what, what do you got? That, what do you got? Is that worse than in the age of Adeline when Harrison Ford dated Adeline and now Adeline is dating Harrison Ford's son? Yeah, this is worse. This is worse. Because this is like premeditated. You know, like Adeline didn't think that love was going to occur. She, everybody was oblivious to who was related to who, and then it just happened. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird, but this was premeditated. Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You made it here. You love romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have... No, no strings, strings Attached. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure you follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, leave reviews. We love to read them, and they also help other people find us. And um, if you want to reach out on Instagram, at Romcom Rewind, much like Linz did, she said, hello, you two, beautiful couple. People are going to think I'm making these messages up. This is real. She thinks we're beautiful. Um, I love your podcast. You two give me the feel-good vibes in my complicated lifestyle. I adore you two. I want to suggest, first and foremost, the lucky one. Makes me feel good. Not as much calm. And there is rom, but it's a heartfelt, beautiful movie. Uh, Lynn's also wants It's Complicated and Something Borrowed. Great movie suggestions. Well, first and foremost, though, the lucky one. Yes. You should get it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. This week, there's no strings attached. A 2011 romantic comedy directed by uh, Ivan Reitman. This guy is royalty. Royalty. 1984, Ghostbusters. Oh, that's right. He also did Ghostbusters 2. He did. He also did Space Jam, the original. What? Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. He is royalty. He did the Michael Jordan Space Jam. Oh, wow. And he did Beethoven. Remember that? Oh, my God, I loved Beethoven. The sloppy dog. No Strings Attached is the story of Adam Franklin. He's played by Ashton Kutcher. It's also the story of Emma Kurtzman, played by Natalie Portman. Adam and Emma, they first meet at summer camp, and we'll get into that as teenagers, but later we run into them in college, and then later as young adults. And the moral, the true inquiry, the true inquiry of this movie is pondering the question, Sarah. Does Friends with Benefits ever work? Or actually, the movie name, Friends with Benefits, was taken. So (laughs) do no-strings-attached scenarios ever actually really work? And how does that work? And what are the bizarre and strange things that happen while you try to make that work? What are your thoughts on this movie? Did you have a good time last night? It's all right. Nothing special. Hey, Adam. You left your socks in my room. Did I? Hey, champ. Hey, what happened last night? You made my body hurt so much. Mm, your app. Emma, did I have sex with anyone in this apartment last night? No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I just passed out on your couch? Yeah, you were naked and crying. <laughs> Do you like her? I can't date her. She's my oldest friend. Hey. We're having sex. I know. Did you have sex with Emma? No. Yes. Wow. 
I'm a doctor. I work 80 hours a week. I need someone who's going to be in my bed at 2 a.m. who I don't have to eat breakfast with. So I this need movie's breakfast. cute. Some good. really good lines. Humor is great in it. Great comedy and delivery of those uh, of those lines. I laughed out loud a few times uh, because they were just so clever. Good cast of actors. Uh, good cast of actors for the side characters. Phenomenal. Uh, I did think I love Natalie Portman. I just there's a butt coming. Think her character was a bit annoying in the sense that she has such commitment issues. Like I'm surprised Ashton Kutcher's character Adam continued to try having a relationship with her. It, it was kind of like I wanted to shake Adam and be like, "Dude, not in you." And if she is, she doesn't care enough. Just move on. Her likability, like I mean, she's so charming at times, and then there are other moments in this movie where I'm like, ugh. God, she's the worst. Yeah, like I'm like, okay, so you know, things are looking up, you're you're a little bit more cheery, you're happy, whatever, and then all of a sudden it takes a turn for the worst and she just like is like, Oh, I'm getting too close. I'm I'm pulling the shoot. And it's like, why? You were happy. Well, and and that's the thing. Like obviously this movie needed some conflict yes. and the conflict did occur kind <laughs> yeah. of midway through the movie. But that like the way it happened, it's not that it wasn't believable. Maybe it didn't feel authentic. When Maybe. she just, she has this moment where she's like, I think you should sleep with somebody and I should sleep with somebody. And because this is getting too close. And I kind of thought, really? Yeah, it was like, like really? that came out of nowhere. You guys were going to snuggle. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> now we need to have sex with Bob because, you know, I, j- I got to have sex with somebody and Bob happens to be around. Because so. I can't snuggle with anyone. Yeah, because I can't snuggle with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. I guess, I guess you know I'm who banging you'd be the. perfect with? Matthew McConaughey's character from Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, who also didn't like oh, to snuggle. Yeah, 100%. No snuggling rule. Yeah. yeah. Um, the pacing on, like, this movie was so funny. And yeah, I just agree. There was a part in the middle where I kind of got, uh, really, we're gonna we're gonna play out the whole like let's try to pretend to sleep with other people and pretend like we don't have emotions here for like thirty, forty five minutes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. So it opens up at a summer camp, and I guess I don't know at nighttime everybody hooks up, and so Adam and Emma are sitting and hanging out, and Adam just blurts out that his parents are getting a divorce, and he cries. And she tries to comfort him in her real awkward way. Like, I think this is just her personality from when she was little, which they don't really truly explain why she's so inept at commitment. Um, That also, I think that bothered me with the believability. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the piece they left out. They just didn't fill that plot hole with, like, why is she like that? Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason. She just doesn't like commitment. Like, oh. If, (laughs) if yeah, if if anything, Adam being upset about his parents getting divorced would be the catalyst for him not wanting commitment. But in fact, he's the one who's like committed and all in and she has no real reason to not be committed. It's really weird. They did that really weird. Anyway, so that was 15 years ago at summer camp and then we jumped to five years ago and they are in college at a dorm party and Emma goes to see her friend Patrice um, and it's a PJ party and um but it's like one of those sexy uh pj parties well it's a college party so yeah. whatever the theme is you just make that it's um slutty. sexual yeah slutty. slutty yeah did you ever go to like um like something that was like something normal but then it was turned well like every halloween party is just sexual oh this is true i never did like the toga parties or anything oh like i went to a toga party um also i went to an anything an abc party anything but clothes party oh that's funny yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was fun. Emma's friend Patrice, mm-hmm. she pulls the Devon Party Foul number three. Devon Party Foul number three. Which okay. is obnoxiously yelling, I'm mm-hmm. so drunk. Everybody hates that person at the party. Yes. 
who like you you count every single drink you've had and you're like, oh my god, guys, I'm so drunk. <laughs> like, shut shut up, Patrice. I've got a question. Who's worse at a party? Okay. The I'm so drunk person or the woo girl? Oh, you know, I... the girls who are like, woo, woo, like shots, woo. I think the I'm so drunk girl because they're just like <laughs> really? looking for attention, I think. You think the woo girls are not looking for attention? Well, no, they are, but you know that they are. Yeah, that's spoken like a woo girl. <laughs> Were you a woo girl? Honest. <laughs> no. be- are you sure? I wasn't a woo girl. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I woo! think, yeah, oh, I, I think don't know. you might have been. No, I wasn't a woo girl. Um, that's the wrong answer, by the way. The I'm so drunk girl sucks, but the woo girl. You think the woo girls, okay, why do you think the woo girls worse? He, here's the thing, because you just said it, Sarah. Woo girls. Mm-hmm. When oh, one girl woos, the, it just it's like osmosis. It turns <laughs> oh, into a gaggle God. of woo girls a by the end of the night. Of they just multiply. It's exponential. So the I'm so drunk person is just one person. The woo girls, though, become multiples. Yeah, but like the I'm so drunk person, like nobody needs, like <laughs> if you're too drunk, then you shouldn't drink anymore. You know, like, yeah. y- or you're very sick. Well, and you need to be taken home. Yeah. If you're thinking like you're about getting... this rationally, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, you are just doing this for attention. Yes. Like, I've known people who've done this who, ha- like, aren't even really drunk. Like, they're they're pretending to be drunker than they are. Oh, and that's the worst. Those like, people are worse. Yeah. So, at after the next day, Emma invites him to a gathering. Yeah. They see each other at this college party and... He's like, hey, let's hang out. Adam, that's what Adam says to Emma. And she says, yeah, I've got something tomorrow. What are you up to? Yeah, do you want to come to a thing with me the next day? And Adam says, yeah, sure, sounds good. It is Emma's father's funeral. Yeah. That is what he brings. That's what she brings him to. He's wearing like a bright yellow Michigan oh, yes. sweater. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, weirdest thing you've ever invited somebody to or weirdest thing you've ever been invited to. Yeah, I was invited to a wedding by a girl, and it was teed up as like, ha, like, you know, I just need to bring a guy so that, you know, relatives aren't on my case about being single. And I thought, ha, that sounds like fun. No, she invited me to the wedding under the pretense that, like, a relationship was blossoming. Oh, no. Right, and I was like, no, I don't want that. I was even like, sweet, I can hook up at a wedding. That's worse than a woo girl. (laughs) I'm going to invite you to a wedding under the pretense that we're friends, but really, I want more. Yeah. 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 That might be worse than a woo girl. That is definitely. I felt very blindsided. And then, so we go to one year ago. And so they run into each other randomly at a market. She gives him uh, her number. And Adam at the time has a girlfriend named Vanessa. And um, I think Emma's a little taken aback, which I'm just kind of like. This is weird that you like that you have a problem with this. It's weird. I don't think she has a problem, but she's um like she's undeterred by Vanessa is how I would call it, and so mm. is Adam. Like Vanessa's right there in front of them. They have this reconnection moment, and he's like, "Hey, we we should like grab food sometime, or we should hang out." And she's like, "Yeah." And he says, "Can I have your number?" And she says, "Absolutely." And he hands her the phone, and it's funny because Vanessa is kind of standing there, looking between the two of them, like. Is this okay? <laughs> am, I, am I okay with this? Is he getting this girl's number? Like, what's the deal? So then we are at the present, the present day. 
It's now. finally come. We're here. Yes. Adam works on the set of a TV show. It's kind of teed up as like a teen glee. Yes. I Was think, that the vibe I think you got? that's a really good vibe. Yeah, I like that. So we get the impression that his dad used to be famous in like the 80s and 90s for being on this TV show. Great Scott. Great Scott. Feels like cheers or happy days or something like that. <laughs> but Adam has not been dating that girl Vanessa for quite a while now. And he goes over to his dad's house. Um, his dad's, you know, asking about his job and stuff like that. And I think he was doing some sort of yoga slash jujitsu combo that he wanted to make into a thing. Yeah, but, I think he was also rolling a joint. Oh, yeah, he was smoking some weed. But uh, Vanessa's there. Vanessa's there at Adam's dad's house because yes. Vanessa and Adam's dad are dating. Yes, they're together. A unit. Yikes. And Adam is totally not over Vanessa. Well... I mean, listen, to be fair, if my dad was having sex with my ex, I'm going to have problems with that. Like, oh, no. That, that's, that's pretty weird. That's real awkward. Like, okay, is that worse? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Okay, what, what, do that, what do you got? Is that worse than in the age of Adeline when Harrison Ford dated Adeline and now Adeline is dating Harrison Ford's son? Yeah, this is worse. This is worse. Because I agree. this is like premeditated. 100%. You know, like Adeline didn't think that love was going to occur. She, everybody was oblivious to who was related to who, and then it just happened. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird, but this was premeditated. Adam's dad did know that Adam was dating Vanessa, and yeah. he willfully started banging her after they were broken up. Oh, he went for her. For Alvin. Sure. Alvin's his name. I couldn't remember the dad's name. Love it. <laughs> Alvin. So Adam is distraught. He decides to call all the girls in his phone until one agrees to hook up with him. Which is a pretty self-destructive thing. He's there with his two friends. One of which is ludicrous. Yeah, one of which is ludicrous. I actually don't know his real name. Oh, uh, Wallace. (laughs) And his other friend is Eli. So Wallace and Eli are there. And he's just like ordering himself drinks. I think it's it's Ludacris's bar, right? Yes. That's that's he owns this restaurant. Yeah. And yeah, Adam's just calling every single girl on his phone until somebody has sex with him. And who picks up? Well, we don't know who picks up. Correct. He wakes up the next morning on a couch and he's naked. With Mindy Kaling. Well, yeah, in walks Mindy Kaling. <laughs> Which I died. Dr. Shira. <laughs> yes. And she, she's just hitting him with, Mindy Kaling has this amazing oh deadpan. God, I love her. Um, like really sarcastic. She can deliver lines in such a dry way and and like no emotion on her face and you believe it. Like she had him thinking that they had hooked up. Did you have a good time last night? It's all right. Nothing special. Oh. I want you to know that I respect you. Thank you. I mean, normally I would remember the name of someone that I've what? Oh my God. Did you think we had sex? Well, she was firing on all cylinders in this scene. And then their other roommate comes in and he kind of implies, hey, maybe we did something. And then finally, Patrice, our I'm so drunk girl, walks in. Yeah. And Adam is like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Patrice, I know I you. Know it's you. Patrice. Oh. And Patrice kind of gently implies that they hooked up. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually Emma walks in and she's like, all right, guys, stop effing with him. You're up. Emma, you live here? Yep. You feeling any better? Uh, 
Did I have sex with anyone in this apartment last night? No, you didn't. Oh, sorry. You didn't. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's this is that's funny. Let's let's make fun of the hungover naked guy. But um, I do have your pants, so if you want them, come with me. We learned that that night yes. Adam had Thank I don't know. He texted her something. He asked yes. for her address. Yeah. She gave it to oh. him, mm-hmm. and he just stumbled in drunkenly. Got naked and fell asleep on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't even hook up. Nobody hooked up with, with can, Adam. Can I ask, where is Ashton Kutcher? Like right now. Yes. This moment. Yeah, like why is he not doing anything? He, Sarah, you know where he is. Well, he I know is he's at, with what? He's he is at the end of every romantic comedy ever. What? Like after the rom-com ends. Oh my God. What happens to them? He is with, Mila Kunis yeah, right now. I know. He did a TV show called That 70s Show with, with this amazing woman. Yes. And then 15 years later, they reconnected <laughs> and they've got kids and they're living this amazing life. It's like, you know how we do what should have been's at the end of yes, every podcast? Yeah, yeah. This is like the perfect scenario for every one of those what should have been's. He's living out his rom com ending. Okay, so I know I brought this up in. Um, Mila Kunis, Sarah. I know, Sorry, I know. Going, She's wonderful. I know I brought this up when we did. Um, Friends with Benefits, yeah. which was also released in the exact same year as this exact movie. And There's... now it stars Mila Kunis, which turns out to be strange in retrospect. So, do you think that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis would have made a better coupling in if they only did one movie? Let's be honest. Wait, wait. So, so no strings attached, mm-hmm. Friends with Benefits. Mm-hmm. Only one only of those movies are going to happen. Only one of those happen. movies can yeah. happen. So we got JT. Yeah who was Mila Kunis's co-star. Yes. Mila Kunis, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher. Correct. Listen, I'm I'm going to be an asshole here. There there's only one of those three four things that doesn't belong. JT's oh, performance <laughs> was not amazing. It yeah. was good, but like the yeah. other three are legitimate actors and actresses. Correct. And I will be honest, JT has squandered my thoughts regarding his acting skills. Because Squandered. yes, because a bad teacher. Oh, that one scene. That one scene. Oh, yeah. I can't unsee. I I just he was not great in Bad Teacher, and it has yeah, it has not continued on my love for him as an actor. Love him as a singer. Love him, but yeah. So I would say Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, if they would have done one movie instead of two, released the exact same movies in the same year. But but you're right. I think Mila Kunis works better with the character from Friends with Benefits. For sure. She couldn't have done, like like I I think it's also because Natalie Portman was so crabby yeah. that I'm like, "Oh, Mila Kunis cuz her character was so bubbly and so outgoing in Friends with Benefits." Although I, I think it. Natalie Portman could have pulled off that character as well. No, we I just don't, think don't so. like the character of Emma in this movie. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so when Adam's getting dressed, he puts pants on with no boxers. Okay, I was going to ask. This is what I want to ask you. And then he shakes his dick at her. Oh, no, he shakes his dick at her the night before. Yeah, we learn. He's like, what did I do last night? And she's like, well, you walked in and got naked, and then you shook your dick at me. Do guys do that? Not to girls, but I mean, just randomly. Like, do you ever shake your dick? No. Okay. What? That was weird. (laughs) I don't know. No. Okay. I. Well, I mean, I, not like premeditated. But you don't. You don't think. You don't stand there like when you're in the shower and you just like swing it. No. Okay. I, I think, don't know. I think when you're a child, like when you're a little boy, you do it because it's like, whoa, like what does this thing do? And you want to. But no, as an adult male, I don't shake my dick for fun. Okay. That's, okay, that's good. <laughs> I'm glad. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. Um, okay, but oh do you put God. do you put pants on with no boxers ever? Like, I feel like that would be so uncomfortable, especially jeans. Like, oh. Well, okay. This is this is this might get graphic. Okay. But like, um, I think most dudes who have ever done that have like uh, caught themselves or pinched oh, themselves. No, no, no. Yeah, dude, it's horrible. No. So now I will never. I, I'll never put on jeans without. Don't we know somebody who does that? Who doesn't wear boxers? What? I'm pretty sure. Not like on the regular. But that like... man is a psychopath. <laughs> that who does that? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think it's just like out of necessity. Maybe sometimes I don't know. He doesn't need to wear boxers. No, he doesn't. Like, he chooses not to wear boxers out of necessity. So. Maybe it's so small. I don't know. Wow! <laughs> oh, I didn't say. I'm it. just said kidding. It. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, so they end up hooking up like that morning and she says, let's not tell anybody. So this is kind of, this. they haven't agreed to be sex friends yet. Um, we can call it Friends with Benefits. That That is the better movie title. Let's be real. Oh, it is. It totally is. Yeah. That is that is the definition of what they're doing. But more or less, yeah, they, they do it that day and kind of, I guess, the inception of maybe we could be this starts, but it's not like solidified yet. Right. And so then they hook up again and through a you up text. And then after sex, he tries to snuggle and she gets freaked out. And like she, she pieces out. Like she leaves. She's like, no, snuggling is not for me. Like I'm done. I'm out. I find every time he like tries to get close to her, she pushes him away. Yeah. You're missing a big, um, what are the variations of booty calls? Because she says, um, no, she she says, where are you, is what she right, says. Right, right, yes. And classic mid-2000s, mm-hmm. or mid-2010, mid early 2010s, Adam's friends, Ludacris and Eli, need to explain to him. He's like, what, what does she mean, where am I? And they're like, dude, she wants to yeah. have sex with you. Like, what are you not <laughs> she getting? She doesn't want to hang out with you. No. So what are the what are the variations of the booty call? Because that, that's a different one, the where are you. Yes, where are you, what are you doing? Okay, yeah. What what do you I like the what are you doing right now? Yeah. There's yeah. a sense of urgency yeah. to it, you know. You up, but like not spelled you. It's like Y O U. It's just a U you and up. then up question Easy. mark. Um uh, you know, there's always the um the eggplant emoji. Yeah, do people actually do that? You know, like fire off an eggplant I mean, emoji? There's always the jokes on the internet that say, like, haha, I got a text from like an eggplant. Like <laughs> Not from an eggplant, but like of an eggplant. This vegetable I, is very I've never needy. used I've never used the vegetable emoji, so I used to do the um I would hit the person with like a hey, three dots, and then You up? Well d- so then I would wait thirty seconds because by then I'm assuming you felt your phone vibrate, you've reached for your phone, you looked at my text, and I'm hoping you're looking at my text right at this second, because then I hit you with the where are you right now? <laughs> Because I want it to be immediate, like right, you're physically right. looking at the phone. Okay, yeah. So this is where they they get into more of a a solidified no strings attached friends with benefits situation. She proposes the no strings attached thing, and they make some ground rules as they are having sex everywhere. So like as they're having sex in different places, they she makes these rules, and he also makes these rules. And then they have they go to a picnic with like all of uh, all of Emma's friends and. One of Emma's friends is another fellow doctor named Sam. And you can tell just off the bat, like, this is the guy who's going to try to go for Emma, too. Sam actually confronts Adam and says he knows that he's screwing Emma. But it's okay, because when Emma's done with Adam, she's going to go running to Sam, and he's going to be there. Yeah, Sam's kind of a D-bag. We don't like Sam. I was going to say, like, that's a total douchebag move. 
he's a jerk. Um, does friends with benefits ever work? Like, does someone always catch feelings? I think in some sense, or at at some point throughout the friends with benefits relationship, yeah, I think so. I don't think it works. Wait, you don't think it works? No, unless like I actually think it does work. You think it does work? Yeah, but like I think you need to be clear on what is the expectation here. I God, I sound like such an adult. Adult Devin's here, and you just need to be clear about what's the timeline of this relationship. Are we expecting this to be three months of just banging, and then I'm going to move on? Then great. I've had many successful friends with benefits. <laughs> 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 I did it. Yeah, I accomplished. So, like, I, yes, I agree. Um, but at some point or another, like I can think for myself, I'm just like, you know, there is parts of me throughout it where I'm like, you know, do I have feelings for this for this person oh i might i might and then i kind of rope it back in i'm like no this is what it is yeah that's fine is it it's all about expectation management here expectation management project manager devin project manager devin's here and uh listen we we should have um quantifiable timelines that we can, uh, you know, re- milestones during our project oh my of casual sex with each other. Goals. You get gold stars. What, what's our key performance indicators, you guys? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I do, I don't know. I think friends with benefits can be problematic more often than not. Okay, so my best scene is next. Okay, tell us. Period week. <laughs> Adam goes over to, the, uh, to Emma's apartment and brings her cupcakes and a period package, a period playlist. And he stays the night and they spoon. And, of course, again, she gets freaked out. So she tells him to go have sex with somebody else. Well, and I feel like you're glossing over the key comedic moments of this scene. Okay, okay, you talk about them. I mean, yeah, I was going to dive in, but you go, you go. In that, you got Dr. Shearer, that's Mindy. Uh, You have Patrice, that's Greta Gerwig. You have the other roommate. They've all, their cycles are synced up. Yeah, which, like, let's, like, the guy's cycle is not synced up, but he's allowed. Yeah. Um, so then Adam's walking in and he's like, oh my God, like, they're all saying like, it's not safe for you in here, Adam. You shouldn't be here. Hello, everyone. I told you not to come. It's not safe in here. Do you think that you have red velvet in there? I might. Let's take a look. Let's see what we have here. Sure, a chocolate. So yeah, there there was just a lot of funny, and then the mixtape he made for oh her was God. all all songs related to like Bloody Bloody Sunday, yep. Even Flow, Red Red Wine, Sunday Bloody Sunday. Adam, did you meet me in period mix? That's so romantic. Frank Sinatra, I've got the world on a string. Oh, it's a classic. You can tell that they're all very comedic actors because the the delivery of the lines, I don't know if they wrote them for themselves, but it was fantastic and it was so funny. Like I look forward to, like I just think this scene is so funny in this movie. I think it's hilarious. I love it. So at the Christmas party, Adam is at a party and um, so Emma's basically told him, go find somebody else, go hook up with somebody else. And um, Ludacris sends... Adam a picture that he takes. Adam sends it to Emma. And it's of him and two girls. And, of course, and he says, oh, I'm just following your advice, like having a good time, hooking up with other girls. But the, the real comedy of this is that those two girls are yeah. way more interested in each other <laughs> yes. than Adam. He's kind of like tagging along. Yeah. He's totally third wheeling it. He, he's kind of third wheeling with these two girls, and they end up back at his place. But it's, it's them... Um, 
steering the ship. Yes, definitely. Of what, what's going to happen. And then Emma actually shows up at his apartment. Yeah, after she kisses Sam the doctor and says that she's going to go and leave with him and then just leaves herself and goes to Adam's house. Back to the whole Emma, I don't really, like, obviously she's jealous. Obviously she's having difficulty um, explaining her emotions maybe. But yeah, she gets there. She's pissed that these girls are there. So she kicks them out of the apartment, and then she jumps into Adam's apartment and locks the door so that nobody else can get in. Yeah, which I'm like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like, you can't live your life and whatever and say you're just friends with benefits and not have feelings, but then clearly you caught feelings and you're jelly. So it's Adam's birthday, and um, his dad is at the studio where they film. They throw him a surprise little shindig, and his dad tells him that he and Vanessa have something that they want to discuss with Adam. And Adam's like, no, like not now. It's my birthday. Like, let's not do this. And so um, Adam punches a wall because he's so pissed at his dad and ends up in the hospital. And Emma comes to see him. And the other doctor calls um, her Adam's girlfriend. And she says, oh, no, I'm not a girlfriend. But the other doctor replies saying, oh, he listed you as an emergency contact. Would you be freaked out if somebody who you were just kind of dating listed you as their emergency contact. Like 100%, that, yeah. I was going to say, that's, that's, a line. that's a lot. You know, friends with benefits? Mm, no, yeah, we're not crossing that line. Right? That's weird. But like, this is going to scare her away more so than the snuggling. But it didn't. So it's really weird, this movie sometimes, where like, things that you would more like be normal for relationships freak her out, but then things that would freak out any other person don't freak her out. Well, and then he said, I've got to go to dinner with my dad and I don't really want to, so can you come? Yeah, yeah. like, I don't know, it was so weird. They go to dinner with Adam's dad and they meet him and Vanessa and they tell him that they're going to have a baby together. And Emma, this I love, Emma reams the two of them out, Vanessa and Alvin. There's really no reason for you to bring a child into this world since you're acting like children already. (laughs) really mean yeah i mean you know she she took a shot at vanessa saying hey like you you didn't want adam because given the choice between adam and his dad given the choice between adam and anyone really i'd choose adam every time we kind of get a little glimpse of hey you know the feelings that are caught emma there are feelings here although she doesn't want to admit it no Adam finally oh, asks her out way, on a real date, which she finally agrees to go on a date with him on Valentine's Day. They go mini putting, they share a milkshake, which like is cute in theory, Great but like, I would like my own milkshake <laughs> and not to share. I agree with Emma on this part. 100%, yeah. yeah. That was like a cute like rom-com thing that in theory it makes it's yeah. like really adorable, but in practice, no. no. You, you get two separate milkshakes. Definitely. Um, and then he tells her that he really likes her, and she replies that she really likes him. And then he ruins it by saying, I think I'm falling. And she goes, no, 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 don't don't say what's coming. Like, stop it. And then she gets really, really weird. I don't need you to take care of me. I take care of myself. That's what I do. Why don't you go find some other girl who's not going to hurt you? So they break up because, you know, too many feelings caught, I think, on both ends. She's freaked out. And yeah, they're both the worst at communication, I think. She just kind of like totally shuts down. Um, He goes back to home where his roommate and uh, Eli and Patrice are having a super romantic dinner. And like his boss is there. Lucy's there. Yeah. So Lucy is one of his coworkers on the set of this TV show. And a backstory here is that he wants to be a writer. Adam wants to write. And he also doesn't want to be in the shadow 
of his dad, Alvin, because Alvin was this massive sitcom star in the, we guess, like, 80s. Um, So he's trying to make his own way. So he had her read one of his scripts, and she actually loves it. So they kind of have this cute little, I don't know, a little moment between Lucy and Adam that we think maybe, hey, maybe they could work out. Yeah, and they end up just hanging out. They don't hook up, but they just hang out. No. Yeah, yeah. And then six weeks later... Adam's episode is taping. Yay, Adam! And it's one of those things where, like, there are people in, like, it's a it's a live studio audience for these shows. Yeah. So, like, really his cool. friend Eli is there. And, and Patrice, because they're clearly dating. Patrice and Eli are dating. Ludacris is also there <laughs> as well. <laughs> like, um, the randomness of Ludacris in this movie. And they also have, like, a rap party after this, Yes, right? yes, they do. And this is when... um He also becomes a paid writer on the show after this. Yeah, he's like a paid, yeah. I think it's Ludacris who says it. They they kind of hint the, hey, like, is Lucy not, like, possibly a romantic interest here? I think Ludacris describes her as, a, like, a sexy scientist. Yeah. Which, honestly... You think? Lucy is, is pretty good looking. Like, in a really dorky, quirky, it irks me that she talks way too much. It's yeah. kind of incessant. But, like, I think she's kind of, like, a sweet character. Do you think she's better than Natalie Portman? Don't say yes. Like, like looks? Yeah. Mm. What? No way. Now you know what? Okay, so we kind of missed my best scene. Oh no! Which was when um when they were on that date at the end of it when um Adam is kind of like, hey, like I'm catching some feelings, and inexplicably Emma gets pissed and they start fighting and she starts like pushing him and he says like you're like fighting a hamster like what? I am not. Well then be with me. Mm. Okay, you're gonna fight me. Yeah. Is that what you're gonna fight? You can't fight me. You're miniature. You're like a girl, Rick Moranis. You fight like a hamster. Hey, hey, excuse me, excuse me. I always thought that line was so funny. (laughs) But like, yo, Natalie Portman is what, like five feet, maybe a hundred pounds, soaking wet. She's she's taller than five feet. Her over Lake Bell. Yeah, like Natalie Portman's gonna win that, but don't sleep on Lake Bell, guys. Lake Bell is the one who plays Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, her sister is getting married and they're at the rehearsal dinner. So Emma's sister. And she realizes after talking with her sister that she is in fact lo- in love with Adam. But Adam is already coming home with Lucy. Dun, dun, dun. Because they're going to hook up. They're almost going to hook up, Adam and Lucy. And Adam gets a phone call from Vanessa. And he goes to the hospital because his dad OD'd on cough syrup. Yeah, she said he's a big fan of uh, like Little Wayne. Lil or Wayne. So they're making yeah. some Little Wayne jokes, but he gets to the hospital and Vanessa doesn't want to be there. She like they meet at the entrance to I'm guessing emerge, mm-hmm. and Vanessa says like Hey, like I gotta get to a party, and Adam is kind of awestruck. Like your boyfriend is in yeah. the hospital, right? Like you wanted to have a baby with him, and now you're just gonna dip out when he's. Oh, deed. Yeah, and she says, "Oh, like I don't like old people. Um, I can't do this. Uh, take the dog and bye." Yeah. She is a terrible, terrible human. Yeah, she's the worst. Like no one would ever do that. That's awful. We hate her. So after spending some time um, with his dad, um, you know, Adam and Alvin kind of have a heart to heart. Of Alvin talks about how you know he really did love Adam's mom, and you know, don't let go of love, whatever, blah blah blah. On cue, Adam is leaving the hospital, and who's there? It's Emma! I know I can't just call you. Oh, you can't. No. I hurt you. I'm sorry. 
I don't know why I wasted so much time pretending I didn't care. I guess I just didn't want to feel like this. It hurts. But I love you. I'm totally, completely in love with you, and I don't care if you think it's too late. I'm telling you anyway. And he does say a really cute line. He says, if you come any closer, I'm not letting you go. Dude, it's cute. I thought that was so cheesy. Really? It was, man. You should know. If you come any closer, I'm not letting you go. So, okay, friends with benefits versus no strings attached. Okay. Like, Justin Timberlake definitely had a better closing heartfelt speech moment. If I do recall, his speech was not good. It was the flash mob. It was during a flash mob. It was during a flash mob, and it was not a good speech. If you look back, it wasn't, this line killed his speech. Listen, neither of them were good speeches. Yeah, yeah, okay, (laughs) fine. But if you had to pick one, I'd pick Ashton Kutcher's. You should know, if you come any closer, I'm not not letting letting go go. of you. And then they kiss and make up. on. They're in love. They kiss and make up, and then... We fast forward to back at uh, Emma's sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. Emma now has a date. Adam has come along. Yes, of course. And then, you know, I got to say, I love movie endings with like the whimsical song oh, in the background. It's always some like indie band. And then somebody that, you know, I think they clasp hands and they look at each other. And she says, what happens now? And they pan back down to the hands. And then they fade to black. I love it. Okay, but we're missing some really key points here at the end. I am such a sucker for that. Okay, go ahead. What um, he tells her that he that she eats like a baby dinosaur. Oh. Um, and then, you know, they go through, oh, do we get to snuggle? The, but the bigger part is that her boss, Lucy, is now dating his dad. Yeah, so that's like, don't the credits roll? And then we get to see that. So let's play the, um, let's, let's play the game. Let's okay. play friends with benefits or, mm, nah. All so, right, I like this. Or, or is it is it like friends with benefits or nah? Okay, sure, yeah. How, like, however you want to pronounce the nah at the end of this game. So basically, yes. let's grab some popular celebrities, and you need to decide if you would friends with benefits them. All right. Be- and and here's the catch with this game: mm-hmm. you don't want to catch feelings, right? I don't want to catch the feelings, even though I really want to because they're celebrities. Okay. Well, okay, I'll try. But that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. They need to be attractive enough that you want to bang them, but not so attractive personality-wise that you want to be with them. All right, so Andy Samberg is out for me, heavily. That's ridiculous. Because I would catch feelings. You're, you're the <laughs> only person. Okay, at Romcom Rewind on Instagram, you must be the only person who genuinely is obsessed with Andy Samberg. I don't want him to think I'm creepy, okay? I'm you not- are. No, I'm not. The, you, do, He's nowhere on the list, and you immediately were like, "Oh, I guess Andy Samberg's." Well, because I, because like, because I would marry him. Is that what you're getting? No, at? because I think people would be ben- friends with benefits with him because some people don't think he's attractive, like, or they do, but they don't think that they'd catch feelings for him. You know. So why would people friends with benefits him if they don't find him attractive? Well, no, they find him attractive enough to have sex with him. Do you think? No, he's not that. What? See, that's my point. He's not that attractive. He is attractive. He's very attractive. Anyway, whatever. Okay, Ryan Reynolds. I don't think I could because I'd have to gnaw him because I know I would catch feelings. Right, exactly, for him. exactly. That's difficult. Justin Timberlake. Oh my god, that's so funny. I would, yeah, I'd friends with benefits for him. I would just have to keep bad teacher in my mind. Oh, and then you never actually catch feelings. <laughs> Seriously, nice. yeah, nice. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. 
Oh, I'd have to gnaw him. Nah. Yeah. Like like attractive, but totally. But I couldn't because I'd catch feelings. Okay. Jude Law. Oh, I could friends with benefits him at this point. Really? Yeah. Oh, because he's older. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> the holiday Jude Law. <laughs> I'd have to gnaw him, but now like he's still attractive. Right. But he's I probably just... into like his fifties. Fifties, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Zac Efron. Oh, that's a hard one. Dad bod Zac Efron or Bill <laughs> Zac Efron? <laughs> Different classifications of guys, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I could I could friends with benefits him. I yeah, think. yeah, you could keep that going. <laughs> Dad bod or Bill? Both, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last one, uh, Miles Teller. Oh, I could... Mm, no, I'd have to gnaw him. Really? Yeah. What? I could catch feelings for what? him. You would catch feelings with I could, Miles Teller? I could, yeah. Yeah, I could. I think he's really funny, and I think his personality would get me. You wouldn't catch feelings with Jude Law, but you would with Miles Teller? <laughs> yes. This is a flawed... What, what's happening here? Not only that, the fact that this started with, mm, can't do Andy Samberg, that's just an auto... Don't even mention his name. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, okay, can I throw some at you? Okay. I don't, I'm just going to go off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, okay, Blake Lively. Uh, I could friends with benefits her, yeah. Really? Sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, the obvious, just because Natalie Portman. Yeah, I could friends with benefits her, too. What? Wait, wait, but, like, mm, tough, because, like... Not this character, just in general, Natalie Yeah, yeah, Portman. just... So that's the problem. Actress Natalie Portman, I'm always going to see her as, like, yo, you were in Star Wars, though. Well, she's going to be a Thor. And she's going to be the new Thor. Oh, she's going to so. be female Thor. So. Oh, yeah, I could friends Thor. with benefits a female <laughs> Thor, for sure. That's, like... You're strong. You're yeah. I like it. Hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Mila Kunis. No. Yeah. That's a no. That's a no. She's. I would fall in love with her for sure. Okay. Oh, I think I already know Emma Watson. Yeah. No. That's a no. Okay. Okay. Well, then it's the same for Emma Stone. Emma. No. Yeah. Mm, Okay. Anybody like? See, that's the difference. You have Jude Law on your Mount Rushmore of rom com greatness. Well, okay. So like, I mean, that that might be switched, right? Like, right. It's ever evolving. It's a living. It's a living um, stone. It's a living stone. Yeah, we're we're constantly rechiseling that. Uh, it is a living monument. Yeah, because anybody on my monument, that is, you have the looks, but you got the personality for sure. I love and Emma Watson, Emma Stone, the Emmas, that, that Mila Kunis. I don't think quite makes the monument, wow. but yeah, oh, I'd fall in love there. with you for sure. Okay. Okay. Quick facts. The original title for the script was Buddies, but this wouldn't make it past the MPAA. It was changed to Friends with Benefits, but then that title was changed again because there was another movie with the same title starring Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. By the time pre-screening invitations were made, it still had not been decided whether the movie would be titled No Strings Attached or Hooking Up. Clearly, they chose No Strings Attached. Natalie Portman originally entered the project as a producer and not as a member of the cast. She remained as an executive producer after being cast as Emma. The film is credited as a production of Portman's production company, Handsome Charlie Films. The song performed by Adam's dad for his birthday was actually written and composed by Kevin Klein, who plays the character. During Adam's birthday scene, as he was blowing out the candles, there is a creation of Adam painting on the cake. That was Kevin Klein's idea to add it onto the cake. This movie was shipped to theaters under the code name Doos. Ashton Kutcher later admitted in an interview that he hated doing the sex scenes with Natalie Portman because sex scenes in movies take so long and are tedious to do. In an interview with the online magazine Mirror, he said, but despite his sultry co-star, Ashton says 
He's found filming tough going. I was shooting so many sex scenes I was getting tired of it, he says. I never thought that anything related to sex would be something I'd get tired of. You're there and you're doing the scene and you're like, do we have to shoot another sex scene? When asked about the sex scenes in an interview, Natalie Portman said, I'm pretty immature, so I get pretty embarrassed still. But yeah, I would like check out once in a while certain shots to make sure I felt okay. But sometimes once you see it, like there was one of the panties coming off and that we did. And after I watched it, I was like, oh, that's not too bad because it really was quick. It was like lingering on anything that I felt, you know, modest about or anything. Director Ivan Rittman's daughter, actress Catherine Rittman, had a small part in the film's mockbuster, Friends with Benefits. After the taping of Adam's TV show, the cognac in, that Eli and Wallace are drinking is Conjure, a brand of cognac owned by Ludacris. When Wallace, or Ludacris, takes a picture of Adam with the two girls at the party, he says, Happy Holidays, a line from Ludacris's 2001 song, Area Codes. Although Emma is implied to be nude, no frontal nudity is seen. Natalie Portman's bare butt can be briefly glimpsed when she gets out of the bed and gets dressed. This is in the scene where they have sex for the second time at Adam's place, where they agree to become friends with benefits. Ashton Kutcher and Lake Bell had previously worked together in What Happens in Vegas in 2008. The trailers seen in the music video shoot are from Star Wagons, a company founded and operated by Lyle Wagoner, a supporting star of the long-running Carol Burnett show and regular on the first season of Wonder Woman. Honorable mentions. Um, My honorable mentions are Emma's Friends. Mm -hmm. My favorites, uh, Patrice, Mindy Kaling, and um, Guy Branham. Um, But also, I loved Adam's bestie, Eli. He was so funny. Like, Jack Johnson. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. (laughs) Jack Johnson, also great artist. (laughs) Banana pancakes. Um, No, Jake Johnson. um, I loved him in New Girl. But just the side characters, like I said at the very beginning, they're just amazing in this movie. I really enjoyed them. Jack Johnson in a... Jake. Jake Johnson. <laughs> Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson in a in a movie called Drinking Buddies, which we should add to our list. Oh, we should. Yes. I've got Kevin Klein. Oh, as the dad. I, okay, Alvin. yeah, I liked that. He is one of those faces that anytime he's on TV or in a movie, I'm like, hey, it's that guy. No concept of where he's from. He's <laughs> where he, is he from? He well, he did Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Oh, he was wow. like the co-star in I know. Oh my god, that he was a long time ago. He was in Sophie's Choice back in like the eighties. Oh no way! Yeah, he's got like an interesting career, interesting. but I think he's kind of perfect as the old grizzled. Not I don't I don't want to say has curvy been but dad. Like, yeah, a yeah. Curvy. Like was a star and just kind of hangs on to that little bit of fame. He, he's kind of perfect for that role. I agree. What should have been? So my what should have been is that they should have only done one of these movies or spread them out over a few years. Like between Friends with Benefits yes! and Yo. They're like, they were released in the same year. They are literally the same story. Like I'm looking at my rewatchability right now and like imagination. I don't know. It was the same movie in the same year. Storyline. I don't know. It was the same movie in the same year. I'd like to see some, you know, diff- different, uh, different movies. Yeah. So first off, this is one of those rom-coms where pretty much everyone ended up with who they were supposed to end up with because we see it during the credits, right? Yes, which, we see, which I'm a big fan of always. Yeah, you we see that. the the D-bag doctor and the roommate get together. Patrice and Eli are still together. Love it. Ludacris is a business owner, so I guess he's still doing his thing. Lucy and the dad, Alvin, are together. 
I actually wrote down my only what should have been is that this movie should not have come out at the same time as Friends with Benefits. Completely agree. I, yeah, yeah. Overall rewatchability. Okay, so my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry, 4. Storyline, 2.75. Thirst Factor, 4.5. Imagination, 2.75. Soundtrack, 4, because it was a good soundtrack. Cheese, 3, for an overall score of 3.5. You got Cheese, 3. Yeah. It was cheesy. That line at the end, you know? Got me. Okay. My chemistry is 3.3. Okay. My storyline's 2.5. My Thirst Factor, 4.5. Yeah, yeah. Many beautiful humans in this movie. Totally. Imagination 2, you're right, Friends with Benefits. Soundtrack 4.5. God. Cheese 4. I actually have a higher cheese than you. We view cheese differently. No, we don't. Well, kind of. Yeah, no, we do. For an overall score of 3.46. Oh, we're very close. Very close. And this has been the Rom-Com Rewind of No Strings Attached. If you are listening to us on Spotify, make sure you follow, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave a review. If you want to reach out at Rom-Com Rewind on Instagram 